Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Hello, I'm Balin Leonard. Welcome to another edition of the Country Music Talk podcast. This is the place that you know you can get access to the biggest and best country music artists from your favorite radio station. That's right, Absolute Radio Country. Today, we have one of the biggest rising stars of the country world. She's already been over to play the UK twice, and she's only just getting started. One visit was for C2C, and the other was for the Brett Young sold-out tour. And you probably know her best from her song, It's Cause I Am. I'm talking about Callista Clark. And here's what happened when we caught up in person in the studio in November. This is the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. Absolute Radio Country, I'm Baylin Leonard. Pleased to welcome back into the studio, Callista Clark. Welcome back. Hi, it's so good to see you again. So it was back in March when we saw each other. A lot has happened since then. I mean, some of it we know about, like your new album, Real to Me, The Way I Feel. But what else has been going on with you since we last saw you? Playing a bunch of shows. Yeah. We're back. Uh-huh. We're on tour. Me and Brett. I'm so excited about that. Yeah, first album, Christmas single, <gasps> writing constantly. Just a little bit of everything. So this is great because obviously we talked last time. There was all this preparation for you to get to the point where you are now. And then we had a global pandemic. And like everybody, you know, there was like, oh, no. And so I guess this period is truly the first time that it's all happening now, right? It, it's not piecemeal. You're touring, you're writing, yeah. you're, you know, uh, the album and all of that. So did it feel a bit like zero to 60? Absolutely, it has been, though. Honestly, like this whole year has just been, yeah. like you said, everybody's ready to go back. So it's been tours and shows and festivals in the summer and writing and promoting the EP, radio tour, radio shows, album, this, <laughs> that, just a hundred different directions international travel yeah coffee 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 twice in one year yes we were talking about that i didn't know when i was going to come back in march when i was here for c to c and the scotty mccrary tour and all of that and we're already back did you feel a difference between the last time that you were over you know last time i was here i had an ep out with five songs and everybody tried their best to learn all five they were so prepared the audiences here are just the best they're Mm -hmm. incredible and i could even see for C to C, if I was playing in an arena on the little pop-up stage, or if I was um, doing for a thousand people or a few hundred people, whatever stage I was on, people were trying to learn the songs and they were so excited and ready for every single artist. And so much so that they would even learn clips of unreleased songs that I had posted mm. on my story or something. So, like, they would know 15 seconds of this song and 15 seconds of that <laughs> so one. They're like, oh, that's what that is. For 15 seconds, they're singing out loud. Yeah. And then, oh, great. Exactly. So this time I was like, you know, some of those that I played last time, Brave Girl being one of them, I Mm. believe I played that one on the little spotlight stage in the O2 before it was released. Just me and my guitar. And so it's definitely a fun, full circle type moment. It must be so gratifying for you as well, how people have picked up on that and really dug in. Yeah, absolutely. I wrote that one a few years ago now. And It's one that's extremely personal to Mm. me and my co-writer. It's really special and so much so that when I first wrote it, I didn't want to play it for anyone. I wouldn't do it at shows. I wouldn't show my team because I was like, this song makes me so emotional. I I can't even, I don't think I would be able to play it over and over without just being like crying or something. Because it's so personal to you and raw. Absolutely. And so 
I sort of spent three years just not talking about that song and just writing other things. And then when we were talking about songs to put with the first five from the EP, Scott, actually, Scott Borchetta, he texted me and was like, what about Brave Girl? You played that one for me like three years ago in my office and I haven't heard anything about it. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do do we have to? I went and searched it up and everything and I was like, this... It belongs on this album, and the more I play it, the more everybody has just been immediately so positive and welcoming about it, so it's made it easier for me to get through it, just seeing other people's reactions to it. It's something like that. You know how, I don't know if you're a journal writer or if yeah. you, any of that sort of stuff, but do you ever go back and read your old journals? No, I, I actually <laughs> haven't done that, but I definitely, especially around the times when I first started writing, I would journal every single day. But something like Brave Girl, it, it in a way, it's kind of like revisiting mm-hmm. a journal entry in some sort of way, right? It is, and I write with a lot of songwriters that journal while they write and so it's sort of like therapy in a way one of my co-writers on the song is emily landis and she walks in with a big notepad and a pencil and so she just sort of is sketching out things that look like what i'm saying and sketch out things as i'm saying them and we both just sort of started doing that about growing up and being shy and ending up doing this professionally and you know just pouring your heart out every day it's crazy <laughs> obviously such a gift to be able to do that and we've talked before about how it's you yeah. know it's, it's a little bit like therapy um mm-hmm. just for other people as well but also to revisit that stuff time and time again uh, you know I, I would imagine that takes an emotional toll especially when something is so personal and raw like that to be able yeah. to deliver it honestly and authentically yeah <laughs> night sure. after night after night yeah so i would say no i haven't went back and read any of my journals or diaries or anything like that but i do play the songs that were based off of those emotions every night. So yes and no. (laughs) So the last time you were in, you did a wonderful session for us with Morgan Wade. You and Morgan got along like a house on fire. Do you think that just boils down to artists respecting artists? Absolutely. And I think especially female artists, like everyone is so supportive. We all know that there's room for all of us. You know, if there's five men with the same name, (laughs) then there can be one woman with each name. And so we're all supportive of each other. And genuinely, every single artist that I've met, male or female, has been so supportive and so kind. And I believe when I was here with Morgan, that was my first time meeting her officially. Yeah, I think it was. I feel like whether it was like radio or playlisting or articles or social media, there was a lot of people comparing us. Right. And I don't know where that started. Well, I think it's just that different artists. it doesn't happen with guys. You guys were the first ones to actually put us together in a room and we were able to meet each other and talk. And I've seen her several times since then now. And every time she sees my dad, she's like, what's up, Nick? Like, <laughs> we're, you know, good friends. She's the sweetest person. And I feel like that went super well. So thank you for putting us together in a room. Oh, it was magic. It was glorious. So you can still see this actually on the free Absolute Radio app or on the website, absoluteradiocountry.co.uk because we filmed it and it was absolutely (laughs) fantastic. Let's talk about the debut album because as you said, there was some EP before and, you know, we were certainly no stranger to your music when you came in in March and all of it, I suppose, building up to this debut album, Real to Me, The Way I Feel. Talk about kind of personal and, authenticity and all that you're putting it all out there with this album yeah trying my best to I started writing for this album when I was 14 and so it's been a mix of the worst heartbreaks that I've felt the happiest I've been the sassiest I've been yeah there's some sassy songs on there it's a good mix of everything and the biggest goal for me was to be super honest because I was very much aware that I was new that I'm a lot younger than 
a lot of most of the artists in this genre and so I was just like okay well this is what's gonna immediately set me apart so why not embrace that hey Grand Ole Opry all right, so this is a pinnacle, right? For so many people, it's a yeah. bucket list thing. It's like playing the Grand Ole Opry. You know that you are on the right track. And, of course, there's the debut. That's a huge moment for anybody. But you're like an old hand there now. How many times <laughs> have you played the Grand Ole Opry now? I believe it's about 10. Unbelievable. Um, I love that. It's. Yeah. I believe it's 10. I mean, when you get to so many that you don't know how many it is, you know that, that they like you. Yeah, they're incredible. And I was their Opry next stage... Um, artist for the month of September, which means I played it twice in September, and they do all of these interviews about your background, your life, you know, just really go into depth about you. So they've been so supportive. But I've also done a lot of things like outside of the Opry for them and different shows like the Opry stage for the Grand Prix. So it's trying to figure out like what officially counts, but I just count them all. I'm yeah, like, I'll <laughs> count them all. Absolutely. I'm doing all of these different things with the <laughs> Opry. Any chance they ask me to. So backstage in the green room at the Grand Ole Opry, I love they have sweet tea. Yeah. They've got lemonade <laughs> and popcorn. Great. Yeah. Uh, are you sweet tea girl? Are you a lemonade girl? Or are you, which I just discovered when I was back home, which I think is some sort of new invention, mm. where you mix half lemonade. You and didn't know about that? And half, no, I, I've been here a long time. <laughs> and when I'm talking about lemonade, just for, for our, our listeners, I'm not talking about 7-Up or Sprite, which is what we call lemonade here. Well, by the okay, way, okay, okay. Uh, we're talking about like fresh pressed lemon yeah. juice lemon, with water, sugar. sugar. Yeah, yep. exactly. So, so where do you where do you land on the scale? Last time I was there, they had this amazing like raspberry lemonade. What? Yeah. So that's that's where I'm going. I'm lemonade for sure. Okay, for I sure. got you. I, yeah. What what do they call the tea and lemonade thing? It's got a is it half and half? That no. or Arnold Palmer? <sighs> so or, good. Yeah, I think there's a few different names for it, but I can't believe you've never seen that before. I know, I know. I was like, what? Um, Christmas is coming up, and you're ready for this already. Please come home for Christmas, uh, your own version of this classic song. Are you really into Christmas? Yes. Right, so is is it your favorite holiday? Because mine is Thanksgiving, which obviously we don't celebrate here, but I insist that wow. me and my friends do. But Thanksgiving what... is underrated, for sure. Mm. I love Thanksgiving. I would say Christmas is definitely my favorite. My grandparents own a Christmas tree farm. Oh, yes, um, this is true. Yeah. So, and, and is it a kind of pick-your-own-chop-your-own Christmas yes. tree farm? Oh, yeah. wonderful. And it's my granddad still does pretty much everything by himself. It's just the craziest thing. It's all year long, such hard work. So we're definitely surrounded by that 24-7. I bet, yeah. And obviously your Christmas tree comes from there. Yes. (laughs) Do you have one Christmas tree? Do you have multiple Christmas trees? We have one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So one big Christmas tree. We always overdo it. We're guilty of that. It's like, I know how tall our ceilings are. This is what we need. But once you get out there, like, you know, a person is five feet tall, six feet tall, something like that. So when you get out there, you don't realize... Like, oh, this is actually a tree. It's like 10 feet tall. This is not going <laughs> to. And is the rest of the house all done up as well? Are you, do you go mm, overboard? So-so. Yeah. My dad, yeah, sometimes he gets really excited about Christmas lights and he'll do like an arch over the driveway and different things. Right. Really just depends on how much we're home. I don't know if we'll have that much energy this year. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Um, so do you think that you'll do a full festive album one day? Because it seems like the thing to do, right? Yeah, like an entire Christmas album. Seems like it would fit. Very well. So presumably, Please Come Home for Christmas, is that your favorite Christmas song? Or at the moment, I mean, it can change, can't it? It's definitely always been one of my favorites. 
the Eagles version, Bon Jovi. You know, mm. there's so many good ones. Yeah. Uh, and now the Callista Clark version. It's out there. Isn't yes. that crazy? Just me hanging in there with the Eagles. What does 23 look like? What's in the diary already in the calendar? Honestly, I'm just trying to be as creative as possible, whether that means like different versions of what's out there or if it's like just starting a whole new mindset because I have been for the last two years since COVID just doing a mix of everything at the same time and it's been constant going on the road like you said different countries twice in one year albums EPs all these different things going on different singles you know yeah and so I'm excited to just go to Nashville have co-writes and devote all of my energy to being creative for the first time in forever. And since you've been working on this since you were 14 or even yeah. before having the dream to do that, <laughs> yeah. is it what you thought it would be? Yeah. I put out my first thing in 2021 and I've been across the world playing my songs that I've written for people that sometimes have no idea who I am and I get to introduce myself or sometimes they're like, oh my gosh, we're so excited that you're here. So it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, we're so excited that you're here, and we're so excited because um, I'm sure you'll come back soon, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Anytime. I mean, last time we said, when will you be back? We didn't know, and it's, you know, here, here you are just a few months later, so hopefully we will see you back in the UK really soon. Please Come Home for Christmas, the classic song with the Callista Clark twist is out now, and Real to Me, The Way I Feel, which we're loving on Absolute Radio Country. We'll see you soon, Callista. Thank you. Good to see you. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music. Oh, always great to have Callista Clark back. She's becoming an old friend here at Absolute Radio Country. And it's always good to have her back in the UK. So I hope she'll be back soon for more live dates. Sounds like she will. And if you love country music and you want to make sure that you never miss out on the latest from the biggest artists, then all you have to do is make sure you're subscribed to the Country Music Talk podcast. That way you'll never miss a moment and you'll get all the full interviews as soon as they drop. I'll be back soon with another amazing guest that you won't want to miss. But in the meantime, keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 